Welcome to the Live Well Podcast. I'm your host, Liv, a naturopathic doctor, mentor, energy healer, Akashic reader, intuitive, energetic business mentor, and honestly, so much more. I help you heal on a physical and emotional level so that you can feel delicious in your health, body, relationships, career, and bank account. This show is for those of you who are looking to go beyond the basic wellness stuff, cut out the BS, and really create a life you love. We talk about health, trauma healing, energetics, feminine energy, wealth, and magnetism so that you can live a life that feels delicious. In these episodes, we will have an honest conversation without the fluffy bullshit. You walk away with all of the insights, tools, and tips to truly live your best life, mind, body, and soul. If you are looking to live well, you are in the right place. For ways to work with me, visit keepupwithlive.com and follow me on Instagram at keepupwithlive for more. And with that, let's get into the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Live Well Podcast. I am excited for today's episode because we are diving deep on sleep. So everything for sleep, I'm actually at the end, I'm going to go through some of my sleep like routine slash hacks. We're going to understand sleep, kind of like everything you need to do for sleep. Uh, it's, it's kind of like all, all encompassing, right? So you know what it's like, you go to bed, you're tired, you, know, you lie there tossing and turning, trying to go to sleep, or the more you try to go to sleep, the more you try to fall asleep, the more you're not falling asleep. Or when you finally drift off, you're waking up, you're restless, you're waking up at different times in the night, maybe you fall asleep, but staying asleep is hard. The harder you try to sleep, then the harder it becomes, right? And so the number one thing that we have to think about when it comes to sleep is being stuck in a fight or flight response. Because sleep is your parasympathetic, it is like your rest and digest, it is your time to rejuvenate, all right? Your brain gets washed, yes, like with the, your cerebral spinal fluid, it washes through everything. Your memories consolidate. Your liver, you know, detoxes everything. Your gut health repairs, which is why you shouldn't eat too close to bed. All the things happen, right? But if you're stuck in a fight or flight response, well, then your body has trouble fully letting go. And we're going to dive through the emotional, physical things in this episode that kind of tie into it. But it's important to understand that if you have trouble with sleeping, there's an issue in your fight or flight response. There's an issue in your nervous system. So we're going to weave kind of like the emotional with the physical because it's kind of all together and it'd be too hard to keep it separate because they're, like I said, joined. So we think about the emotional roots of sleep, right? If you have trouble either sleeping or falling asleep, there's issues with fear, guilt, not trusting the process of life or like self-doubt. And those are like the three main guilt, fear, and not trusting the process of life, right? So there can be a focus on past events, things that have happened that then become a basis for fear of the future, right? So fear is future-based. Guilt is past-based. Neither of them are good, but normally fear of the future comes from projections based on the past. So remember that guilt seeks punishment. So not being able to sleep, kind of a good reminder of it. So if you're holding on to guilt, it is like your body is depriving you of sleep, because you're holding on to guilt as a punishment, or it's punishing you for the guilt that you hold on to. Just pretty crazy. But I can't tell you over the years how many times I've seen this and how many times I've had to clear this. So there's going to be a deep fear of letting go, but also a surrendering because you're not letting go of that guilt. Also keep in mind that when you're not letting go, you could be also more constipated. When you're more constipated, you're not letting go. Hormones are going to help sleep, but you know, that's like the more physical route. But there's a deep lack in trusting the process of life. Because the reason you have fear is because you don't trust. Fear is because you don't 
are unsure of what's going to happen, but not only unsure of what's going to happen, but you're going to worst possible case scenario. So you're not relaxing. Your system can't actually relax as it needs to, right? There's, you cannot release everything from the day, but not only releasing everything from the day, but chances are there are things that have happened to you, traumas. Hmm. We haven't heard of traumas. Please go back and listen to the episode of why everyone has trauma, because trauma is not just things like sexual assault, physical abuse. It is things like, you know, divorce, mom leaving you in the grocery store, or you couldn't find her for five minutes in the grocery store. That's trauma. That's enough to make you not trust the process of life. That's enough to disrupt your sleep as an adult, right? So just know that your system probably is wired with those things. And then if we add on day-to-day stresses, life, you know, all the things that go on, jobs, kids, pets, relationships, all the things, well, then no wonder you can't sleep because your brain is still trying to process the stuff you had to process when you are five that you didn't actually do. So that's sort of your nervous system because your nervous system doesn't forget. The thing is, when things happen to you, your nervous system goes into fight or flight. If you don't actually complete that trauma cycle, all it does is compound. Oh, so a fight or flight from when you're five years old. And maybe your parents got divorced, divorced at seven, fight or flight from that. And then maybe we had a shitty high school relationship where our heart's broken. Oh, adding on to that. And now we have job stress. Maybe now we have a kid, you know, and adding on to that. So it's adding on and compounding in a very negative way. So it's no wonder we can't sleep. So we also want to think about the liver when it comes to sleep, because if you are not sleeping properly, chances are there's at least something going on with your liver. So you may not realize it, but the liver actually works a lot when you're sleeping, specifically 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. So if you feel like, oh, I'm always waking up at between 1 and 3, good sign that we need to support your liver, both physically and emotionally, because the liver rejuvenates itself between 1 a.m. and 3 a.m., specifically those hours which is really cool because you can basically know from what time you're waking up, what organ and what emotions are dysfunctional. So, but in order for the liver to rejuvenate itself, it needs glycogen. And glycogen is stored within your muscles and your liver as a form of glucose. So its role is to really increase blood sugar levels in the body when they drop. So if you're waking up, you know, between 1 and 3 a.m., it's kind of an indication that that process is not working properly. And even more so, it's probably because your blood sugar is tanking, which happens when you have poor blood sugar regulation and you're actually eating too much sugar. You might think, low blood sugar, shouldn't I eat more sugar? No, it's because your blood sugar is going like a roller coaster because you're, you have poor blood sugar balance. You're eating too much sugar. When you eat too much sugar, what it does is it tanks after. Because what goes up must come down. So you have all this sugar. Maybe we have all the grains, all the stuff, too much sugar. Then it tanks. When there's low blood sugar, your body freaks out physiologically and it spikes cortisol, right? Because cortisol is going to help balance that because it thinks maybe you're dying. So it's going to cause a cortisol spike. So cortisol spikes and then you wake up because when cortisol spikes, that's a sympathetic response. Then also add in the cortisol of the stress of the kids and the job and the divorce when you were seven and the five-year-old stuff and the high school boyfriend, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So as a result, you wake up. So if your blood sugar is unstable, leading to hypoglycemia or low blood sugar, it's a problem with the liver. But what else is in the liver? Not just processing and detoxing hormones, but detoxing emotions as well. So, which means frustration, anger, resentment, repressed emotions, all stagnate the liver, all cause a back in the liver. Not to mention also maybe you're using toxic beauty products, 
maybe you've been on the pill, maybe you're not eating super clean. So add all that in, then add in emotions of frustration, anger, resentment, then add in maybe you're also having poor blood sugar balance and you're waking up. It's all about stagnating the liver. And yes, <laughs> the liver detoxes naturally, but not when you haven't done trauma release, not when you have been on the pill or lots of antibiotics and not if you're eating gluten and vegetable oils and you're not releasing the estrogen you're supposed to and not, yes, but not if it's backed up. So if the body is tired, the energy we get from food will not be absorbed in the tissue properly. And the nervous system relies on this. So if you're not properly feeling your body and your nervous system isn't regulated because it's relying on that for energy, it's not gonna function properly. So our hormones, like the rest of our body, create from the food that we eat. So in order to create all the proper hormones we need for sleeping, but also so many of your other hormones interrupt sleep, we need to make sure we're actually getting enough of the nutrients so that they're actually building blocks for those hormones, right? All the necessary enzymes, all of the things. And the hormones we're concerned about when it comes to sleep are the stress hormones, right? Because stress hormones cause an inflammatory response in the body. All right, cortisol causes inflammatory response. Now, some cortisol is needed, right? If we're running from a tiger, we need the cortisol spike to get us away from the tiger. But most of us have too much cortisol or either too much from a long period of time and then we have none, which is also not good, which leads to inflammation. And these stress hormones, particularly cortisol, secreted from the adrenal glands are basically stimulating the too much of a good thing. And too much stress, then will affect your sleep hormones. So even if you fall asleep, you may not be able to stay asleep or you may not be able to even fall asleep. So when we're under enormous amounts of stress, it weakens so many hormones. Because when we're under stress, cortisol levels rise, testosterone levels decrease, and then DHEA, which is a critical hormone for the brain, the immune function is suppressed. So we got high cortisol, low testosterone, DHA gets suppressed. So then you have low DHEA and that's gonna affect your sleep. Because if that's too low, then it's going to result in poor quality sleep plus excess cortisol. So let's talk about this kind of like cortisol overload, right? Because cortisol will naturally rise in the morning. That's healthy. We want a little bit of a jump. That's what gets us going. But cortisol is supposed to naturally decline as the days go on, get you to go to sleep. But if the cortisol is too high, we're not going to fall asleep. Or if the cortisol is way too low and you're in complete adrenal burnout, then your hypothalamus, which is in your brain and signals the nervous system, is going to kick into high gear. Okay, so your sympathetic system goes into high gear. Cortisol is too high or too low. So then we have to add in the emotional components of sleep issues, right? So we have the cortisol imbalances, but then cortisol can also lead to depression, diabetes, autoimmune, irritable bowel even osteoporosis. So all of these things are then going to compound the sleep. So we have cortisol running the show, and then cortisol also impacts your liver. So cortisol has a huge impact on your liver, which we already kind of touched on, but we're going to break down even more. Because remember, the liver regulates our blood sugars, removes toxic substances, but it cannot function at its best if it's tired, if it's been overworking. So the emotional tension, by also not having the proper releases or processes for frustration, anger, and resentment gives rise for like the, the release to happen. And so all of that backup of cortisol in the liver, then you're not standing in your power. 
Okay, I have heard your wishes and I am so excited to open Early Bird Extended Payment Plan for Glow Level 1. This is the program you need to heal your trauma, step into your feminine energy, and to recode your nervous system. There's over 12 hours of live trauma healing calls with me, plus time for Q&A. You get a one-on-one -on -one session with me where we give you your own customized personal treatment plan and protocol, and there's a Telegram group where you can ask me anything. This access to me is honestly such a game changer. This program has been around for years. It has helped hundreds and hundreds of women now release their trauma and recode their system. And with the extended payment plan, you get access to the portal now before we start the live calls in January. We cover and heal everything from gut health, perfectionism, people-pleasing, PMS, fertility, hormones, anxiety, acne, eczema, miscarriages, you name it, it's all covered for you and you get to do the deep emotional work. Honestly, you name it, I've done it, we've released it, this is the program that you need. If you feel like you have tried everything and nothing works, it's a sign you need to do the emotional work. Plus, I've added a section on the last call for wealth and money so that you can let go of the old money beliefs and patterns and code in a new financial blueprint. Honestly, this truly covers it all. I'm so excited to see you inside. Definitely hop into the extended payment plan. Mine as well. You hop in, you can start to watch the content before the live calls. It's going to be so yummy and so healing. So the link is down below. DM me any questions you have on Instagram and I cannot wait to see you inside. There's a kind of like this self-worth issue. There's hurt, there's hate, but the hate and frustration and rage is packed down so low because especially as women, we're not taught how to process our anger properly. And then we have all the external toxins and all those things kind of build up. And then we kind of see how this whole messy web kind of lingers and no wonder your sleep is off. And then also keep in mind that your liver is very connected to your third chakra, which is the personal power, self-identity. It gives you that like lioness, let's go, kind of like chutzpah, confidence is bringing your step. So if you lack personal power, chances are A, not only is that going to affect your liver, but you probably lack personal power because also your liver is bogged down. So then that's going to be difficult because you're going to become a victim to those energies, right? And then we get stuck in the more victim mentality, what was me? And then the liver reflects also the anger and confusion experienced as to why it's that way. So it's just only going to fuel that. So if you are consistently waking up, look at your liver and look at your emotions, especially the emotions around personal power, self-worth, anger, frustration, resentment, any kind of repressed emotion. Because the liver really represents our deeper self and emotions. So the liver is linked to so many things, especially when it comes to sleep. But the liver basically is a system where if everything else is working properly, but then the liver is congested and sluggish, it's like that last step that's supposed to clean everything out. And then if that's backed up, then what happens? Well, your digestion gets backed up. I mean, literally in constipation, but I just mean the processes. The liver gets backed up. And we're thinking about the assembly line. Your nervous system gets backed up. Your hormones get backed up. Everything kind of like, if the liver is getting jammed, nothing's getting through, everything else trickles backwards, right? Everything else goes into a mess, right? So remember also with liver, if you're feeling like doubt and uncertainty in your life, look at your liver as well. Take a sip of my little elixir. 
the second podcast I'm recording today. So, so then let's talk about the adrenal glands. So we talked about cortisol, which comes from your adrenal glands, your adrenal glands, your sympathetic nervous system, which is the fight or flight, and is your trauma system. This is an overdrive. So the sympathetic system, the fight or flight goes into overdrive. When you're threatened, when you feel like in danger, whether you are walking down a dark street, you think someone's going to mug you, or whether, you know, mom and dad are getting divorced at age seven, your sympathetic system is triggered. But so many times when you have adrenal fatigue and you're actually, the fatigue is coming from the fact that you need to process all the trauma you haven't processed yet. Like, hello, this was me years ago. I was wondering why I had severe adrenal fatigue. Then I actually, you know, expressed my emotions and did the emotional trauma release. But then you might compensate from that by eating junk food or eating sugars or tons of caffeine, which then only put more burden on your adrenals. And you get stuck in this vicious loop of like, well, you need those things to stimulate your adrenals because you're so exhausted because your adrenals are in overdrive and your liver is congested. So your liver is also trying to metabolize the cortisol, but it's also trying to metabolize the refined sugars. Oh, and then because you refine sugars, then your blood sugar tanks, and then we get more cortisol. And look at the mess we've created, right? Because cortisol and insulin are intertwined. When cortisol rises, so does insulin and so does leptin, right? And so also a whole cascade of other hormones, but I won't get into that. So when this HPA access is stimulated way too much, which is that them sympathetic, right? That, and the cortisol production can artificially keep insulin levels high, which causes insulin resistance, causes weight gain, but also causes sleep issues. So then cells are conditioned to be insulin resistant. So then we get not only metabolic imbalance, but poor sleep is then fueling that. So really think of your parasympathetic system as like what you need for sleep, relaxation, food absorption, sex and body repair, like all of those things. And it communicates with like thousands of nerve fibers. But if those nerve fibers are jacked, especially your vagus nerve, if your vagus nerve is jacked from your trauma, which is where a lot of us hold a lot of the trauma or a lot of our, like our traumatic memories are actually held in your vagus nerve in those fibers, then you're always on edge. You're always just about to be in fight or flight, right? So I want to touch on why gut health is also important. So we talk about liver. Let's talk a bit about gut health. So we know that light, food, exercise all affect our serotonin production. You've probably heard of serotonin before because it's talked about a lot when it comes to sleep, and it's also talked a lot about when it comes to depression. But when serotonin is not being produced as it should, it reduces your ability to make melatonin, which is what you need. You need a little bit of melatonin to catch good quality sleep. So... There's a big, thick nerve that connects your brain and your gut, the vagus nerve. We all, the, the only nerve you want to get on is your vagus nerve. If there's any nerve to stimulate, it is your vagus. Any other nerves we don't want to stimulate, your vagus, you know, we do. 90% of the neural fibers in this nerve transmit information from your gut to your brain. That's a whole lot of information. So this is proof that your gut and your brain direct function. So your gut microflora, your gut health, your gut microbiome, influences serotonin production. So if you have backup bacteria, maybe you have leaky gut, maybe SIBO, you've been eating gluten, processed foods, inflammatory oils, this reduces serotonin levels, which interferes with sleep. So the interesting thing is that if you're not getting enough sleep, this also interferes with your gut bacteria negatively. So you're doing, maybe you're eating the things and you have the trauma, whatever the emotions that are tanking your serotonin, which means you're not sleeping as well. And because you're not sleeping as well, that's further destroying your gut health. So then we get in this vicious loop of 
poor gut health decreases serotonin, decreases serotonin, poor quality of sleep, poor quality of sleep, disrupts the gut even more. And then we get stuck in the circle. So we have the gut health circle, we've got the liver circle, we've got the trauma and the emotion circle. Do you see how that's all kind of built in? And of course, it's that self-perpetuating cycle of them all being intertwined. All right, so it's really important to think about all these things or to even like become aware of, like, ooh, this sounds like me. And of course, if this sounds like you, the best place to jump into is Glow Level 1. We will leave a link down below. This is a sound, like what I've used, the program I've used for years. Hundreds of women have been through it. We heal all the trauma, all the sleep, the gut health, the hormones, the depression, the anxiety, all the things. It's like the one-stop shop. That's why it's there. Jump into there so we can work on this, right? So I'm going to go over some of my routine phase for sleep. Now, keep in mind, I don't have, you know, like trauma that needs to be released. I don't have, I've done all that. But I want to share with kind of you some like little things that I know is really help. And then hopefully this will help you at least get a little bit of enough sleep um, so that we can start repairing that. So if you're not blocking blue light, block blue light. All right. You need to be blocking blue light. That is like a non-negotiable. There's so many apps on your phone, on your computer. There's no reason to not block blue light. The magnesium spray from Symbiotica, game changer. Okay. I have that by my bed. I spray it every night. It is so good for relaxation to sleep. All right. It helps calm you. It helps put you in that parasympathetic state. Magnesium is the most common mineral deficiency and you use it more magnesium when you're stressed. So even if you're taking a little bit, just make sure you're taking enough. You can always ask me if you're a client, but magnesium is super important. Then I like to have herbs that really foster relaxation. So my favorite thing is the Organifi Gold. They also have pumpkin spice gold. I like the original gold, I think slightly better. Um, they're both fairly delicious, but if I had to choose one, I would choose the regular one. But if you're big on pumpkin spice, you can get the pumpkin spice one, but it has beautiful herbs in it that really help to relax you. Turkey tail, ashwagandha, magnesium, all the things. And that's like a nice little night ritual beverage to have that's going to help you sleep. The next thing I would say is like Ned full spectrum hemp oil. So good. This will change the game when it comes to sleep. Of course, you cannot out supplement bad sleep. It's not something you want to have to be dependent on in order to sleep. But again, giving you guys some of the tools, tips, and tricks to help you. So Ned CBD, I see, I would say is like my next like little tip. So we have the relaxing drink, magnesium, and Ned. Chemomile tea is also good, but uh, the Organifi just has like a therapeutic dosage of some stronger herbs that's really going to help you sleep even more. But if you don't want that, then chamomile tea, I would say it's like my backup option to the Organifi. Just keep it 15 minutes covered and that will kind of like relax. It's a great nerve which means it relaxes you. But the big thing I want you to think about when it comes to this is that sleep is super important when it comes to your overall health. If you're not sleeping, I don't care if you're eating a diet. I don't care if you're walking all the steps. I don't, it doesn't matter. The sleep is like a non-negotiable. If you are not sleeping, if you are not getting a solid seven, eight hour, I would lean more towards eight hours of quality sleep a night, then like, let's talk, let's figure it out. Let's solve it because you need to. And then we also need to solve everything else that's kind of like going on in your life. So we think about sleep routines. If you are stuck in a routine of, you know, maybe there's lots of light going on I like to use this Himalayan salt lamp because it gives a nice glow to the house. Use those, you know, when the sun goes down. Block blue light, magnesium, little CBD, little chamomile. Relax. But like I said, if the trauma is stored in your vagus nerve, it's stored in your body, we need to also get that out. 
So that is the episode on sleep. If you have any questions about sleep, definitely let me know. Share this episode if you found it useful on your Instagram. Send it to a friend, family. I said I make these episodes to really help you so you can kind of be aware of like, hmm, why am I not sleeping good? And why sleep is so, so important. And like we touched on with gut health, liver, also metabolic health, blood sugar, weight. I mean, it affects everything. So if your sleep is going to shit, everything else is basically going to go to shit. <laughs> and that's like the moral of this episode. So with that being said, thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you guys in the next episode.